Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad to be with you today. The year is clipping along faster than ever, and we're already moving into April 2022. Who would have thought we'd seen so much roller coaster and ocean waves in the world of real estate just a year ago? But the changes are dramatic. With me today to talk about those changes, maybe give us some considerations for what might be coming in the future. Sherry Hill from Sage International will be joining us later on the show, and we're going to be talking about the recent statistics that we received from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. I, I thought it was a typo when I first looked at it, but confirmed these numbers are incredible. We'll be talking about that and more after this quick message. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I've got a great guest today, Sherry Hill from Sage International is with us. Sherry is known as the wealth protection diva all across the country because she's doing outstanding work helping people not only start their businesses, but continue to grow and prosper in businesses that they've had for a while. Many of the investors she talks to, they're in the world of real estate, and that's why she's joining us today. Welcome to the show, Sherry Hill. Thank you, Peter. Always fun to be here. I know that you have been a busy lady in 2022, but 2022, 21, 2020, you were jamming the whole way too. Let me tell you about something I heard recently. I heard a phrase called the great resignation. And here's where I heard it. I was watching a game show on television. You know, part of my research in my world, I have to research different channels. And I was watching the new Let's Make a Deal. And the first contestant I saw, they asked him what he did. And he said he was a member of the great resignation. And the host asked him, what is that? He says, well, I quit my job. And he said, well, what, what job did you quit? He says, I was in advertising. I used to sell advertising. He did not ask him what he was doing, but it just made me scratch my head about the great resignation. Have you heard about this, Sherry? 
Oh, absolutely. So many people have shifted gears as far as where they want to work, how they want to work, and when they want to work. Uh-huh. And so a lot of these old-style businesses that are saying you have to show up 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, you know, isn't working for a lot of people anymore. And that's what the pandemic showed, that you can be more creative, you can work from home, you can set your own hours, you can even start your own businesses. And that's what got me excited through the crisis. Absolutely. And a lot of the businesses that people have started or expanded on is real estate. That's a great business for a lot of people. I'm seeing more and more of the newer generation people getting started in the world of real estate. And before long, some of these these folks, they're hitting it hot. I mean, they are just doing a bang-up job. And I know there's a lot of competition in that world. But it takes a special kind of person, personality, skill, timing. A lot of factors have to fall into place to be a really good real estate agent. What are your, your thoughts about what it takes to be a good real estate agent? Well, a good real estate agent is obviously about having a lot of great relationships, right? There you go. So I don't deal with a lot of real estate agents. I deal more with the real estate investor. Uh And so obviously as part of their team, they need to have a good agent, just like they need a good insurance broker. They need a good sometimes lawyer, and they certainly need me. Yeah. The real estate investor in many ways is doing work, it seems like to me, that some of the Realtors do. They're out hunting for properties. They're looking at deals. They're comparing values. They're looking at all the factors. But in addition to that, they're looking at opportunities for an income growth when you look at the added value of any upgrade that they will do to the home, any uh, fix-up that needs to be done, repairs, etc. They're looking for that opportunity. They're looking at it from the entrepreneurial angle. Well, I deal with a lot of folks that, you know, maybe started out with single-family residences, then they get two or three, and then pretty soon I help them understand the value and the power of 1031 exchanging Mm -hmm. so that you can move into multifamily or apartment complexes or even commercial real estate, which isn't as intense or hard sometimes as the single-family. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of people uh, look at the single family to get started because it's a comfortable way to go. But uh, we had a friend in our radio show not long ago, Ben Gallus. He's doing a lot of deals in the multifamily world. And from the perspective of an investment, he was telling me that many times you can do so much better if you can get to that point where you're doing multifamily. But at that point, it really seems like a business, a bigger business, because there's so many people that you're impacting on a daily basis. I mean, you buy a rental and you rent it out, you've got a deal going with one person. But when you have multifamily, suddenly you're like a commercial business. You've got multiple people that you're responsible, multiple elements of your business. The good news is you have multiple streams of income. Well, but I deal a lot with folks that have properties in really awesome areas and they turn them into short-term rentals. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the huge trends that came through Um, I've seen over the last few years the short-term rental market, and so even people renting out just a bedroom in their home or they have a guest house on a property. Mm -hmm. So you can do a lot with your own real estate, not just investment real estate. Right. And Sherry, a lot of people are now working remotely, working from home, and maybe they used to go into the office five days a week eight hours a day. Now that they're working from home three days a week or four days a week or maybe even full time, 
that changes their business structure from their their own property, their own home that they own. That looks like a sounds like a business deduction. Well, it depends on if you're still a W two for an employer and you're working from home. It is not a business deduction. Ah, good to know. Good to know. However, if you are an independent contractor or you're someone that starts your own home based business, then yes, a portion of your home. Utilities, maintenance, taxes, insurance are all can be written off, but it is a portion of the home and it is not the entire home. And I want to remind our listeners that neither Sherry nor I are CPAs or tax accountants. We always recommend that you talk to your own CPA or tax accountant, do your research, but it's very likely that if you're using your home for business and you're not a W 2 employee, there may be a tax benefit for you, but please. Check with your local tax expert. Sherry Hill from Sage International is my guest. We're talking about real estate world, business world in 2022. Sherry, I was looking at the statistics from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors where they're giving us the median sales price for the Reno Sparks home. The most recent one I got, I'm looking right here, $559,000 is the median home price for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home. In a typical neighborhood in northern Nevada, $559,000. What do you think? Is that, is that, uh, was that anything in your mind back in, let's say, January of 2020? Look at that, 405000 Can you believe the growth in just two years? Well, it's just making it harder and harder for people to buy that first home. Exactly. And we see what's going on in our own community with the endless uh construction of apartments and multifamily and so i'm really you know not a fan i'm not a fan of the rising prices either (laughs) but what it says to me is that people that did get in two years ago made a good decision but now now the trick is finding a good time place to get the best value i was reading recently that across the country the median home price is about two hundred thousand dollars less than it is here in northern Nevada. This area has gotten extremely pricey. And I think we have people like the Edon of northern Nevada to thank for that. They bring in so much, so many people, and this causes, in effect, a hardship on the local residents. If you're looking to buy a home just two years ago and you were a local person and you had been working to save your money, and if you thought in two years you could find a home, well, you were right then, but you can't anymore. The, the price has gone up. Well, it's gone up about forty uh, percent yeah. in two years. I mean, well, that's what's just happening huge. is a lot of people will leave. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of people. Uh, there's a lot of movement been going on for the last couple of years, and they're not moving from California to Nevada. They're moving from California to the Midwest, or Florida, or Texas, or other states that offer a lot of value. Some no taxes. And yet the prices of the homes are still less than what you could buy here out on the coast. Exactly. Right? You know, I think it's kind of like that, that same syndrome of the California to Nevada uh, resident is that no matter what the price is in Nevada, it's way lower than California. But the people in Nevada, if they're looking for anything lower, it is the Midwest. There are so many great deals to the east of the Rockies. And a lot of people I know are going in that direction. More folks are getting away from the East Coast, too, I'm hearing, because of the same reason. Why live in the urban area when you don't need to? 
and you can still get all the values uh, that you want from great employment in the metro areas. Sherry Hill, when you are talking to your people and you're trying to foresee what's going to happen in the next year, any major changes that we have to be aware of in the way business businesses are, are handled, tax issues are handled, are many things pending still? Well, I just was reading about the new uh, budget that the Biden administration has put out. And, of course, they want to raise the corporate tax rate from 21 percent back up to 28 percent. The one that's really concerning, I can't imagine that it will pass, is on the capital gains. So that people who own stocks, things like that, would have to pay income taxes on their phantom gains per se, right? So it's just, it's pretty mind boggling how interesting that will be if it ever gets passed, because anything that says it's going to start out with only those, that, you know, the top 1% in our nation that mm-hmm. it would affect, you know, it trickles down eventually to hit everybody. Oh, of course, because that's what uh, billionaires do. They have, know how to manage price increases and pass it along to the average Joe consumer like me. So I know what you're talking about, Sherry. I'm very concerned about it as well. I heard it was some point in the neighborhood of $5 trillion, and uh, it did not include, according to some of the opposition, enough for military. And then apparently there was a response back from the administration saying that they had planned out this budget prior to the actions of Russia and Ukraine. So it is very possible that the budget would actually be increased from what it's being proposed today. Anyway, plenty of concerns are there, but as far as the outlook for growth and for pricing, inflation is still an issue that we're all dealing with. Interest rates going up. Interest rates are going up. I don't see prices of homes anywhere across the country going down for any great reason at this point, Sherry, do you have a counter view on that, or how do you feel? Well, no, because the demand is going to be absolutely huge. I mean, yeah. when you have an open border and essentially a million more people poured into this country, where are they all going to live? So, you know, we talk about housing shortages, supply and demand. Mm-hmm. I don't know where all these people are going to land or live or the refugees that are coming into this country. Uh, it's going to be pretty interesting Uh, So does that mean that the homeless problem goes up? Does that mean they're all living in somebody's back bedroom? I I can't, I don't know. Uh, Everything has its price. We're going to have to wait for time to tell us what the price of today's activities are in the world of politics. And you're right, no matter what we make and plan for in the world of real estate or investments, it really is dependent on what the political climate is doing in in the meantime. So we really do have to plan for the great unknowns. And I guess that brings me down to what I heard from a good friend of mine, Dan Ryder. Dan has been a guest on our show for uh, a number of years, and he sent me some information that uh, he wanted to share with me. And he was talking about real estate as a hedge against inflation. He said it may sound like a broken record, and the real estate market is a broken record. It's crazy. There was a 42% increase in the median price over the course of the last two years and no signs of slowing down. Interest rates are on the rise and this plus other factors will likely level us out at some point as far as the pricing, he thinks, uh, later in the fourth year. Uh, He says the spike in home prices has got him thinking about certain trends, long-term trends, relationships, and all their their relationships rather to inflation. The U.S. Department of Labor 
stats from Feb, consumer prices have risen by 7.9% over the last 12 months. Residential real estate did better than that, but for the long view, let's look at what happened in the past five decades. So this was really, really interesting. In the 70s, when the consumer price average increase was 7.1%, home prices increased 9.9%. In the 80s, it was almost flat. Consumer prices up 5.6%, home prices moved up 5.5%. In the 90s, consumer prices only went up 3%, home prices went up 4.1%. Then comes the 2000s, consumer prices go up 2.6%, home prices go up 2.3%. We hit 2010, and the consumer price average increase was 1.8%, but home prices were rocking at 4.9%. Now we're in 2020 and 2021. Let's look back at the last two years. Consumer prices went up by 3%. Home prices annual increase went up by 12%. It is an outrageous, outrageous graph. And look at to see what is happening. Uh, it's almost like you cannot count on statistics to make your decisions. Well, no. What it also means is that everyone that's grasping for the American dream, it just keeps getting farther and farther and farther out. It's like the more people that want it, the harder it is to get it. Maybe the answer to buying a home in 2022 is not to want to buy a home. Because if more people decided not to want to buy a home, it might be possible. Sherry Hill, it's a crazy world, but I have a feeling things are going to improve. This is Peter Padilla's output and out view and overview for the rest of 2022. I believe prices are going to stabilize, and I think things are going to settle down in the political world. Every mo everything moves in cycles. Everything moves in waves. And we've been through a tough political cycle, and we've been through a tough real estate cycle. Very choppy. I really think things are going to flatten out for the next six months. 2023, that's a different story. But it just goes to show you that no matter how you look at the stats, you just have to pick one because every one of them tells you something different. Any final thoughts, Sherry Hill, for our listeners in the world of real estate and real estate investing? Just, you know, keep the dream going and, you know, look outside your own backyard. So there's still, I mean, real estate is a, a finite thing. There's only so much in the country. So go where you think you want to end up and enjoy the process. So <laughs> I know that the real estate investors you work with enjoy the process because they have great businesses, very successful businesses. And I know it's a big part, Sherry, because of the guidance that you give them from your work at Sage International. If anybody wants to reach out to you, what's the best way? Uh, they can call for a free consultation, 800-254-5779. I've got all your information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Sherry Hill, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Peter. We'll be back after this quick message. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company. 
equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar, and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years, and I just started working at CSA about a year ago, and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. With me in the studio via telephone is Sarah Scatini, president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors for 2022. Sarah, hope you're doing well today. I'm doing great. Hope you guys are too. Oh, yes. You know, many challenges in life always, but, you know, you look back and you say, wow, we're here at the end. In fact, it's the very end of March 2022. It's amazing how a quarter of a year goes by, Sarah, and the real estate world probably moves even faster. Yeah, it's just unbelievable that we're just uh, about to end our first quarter. I mean, time's flying. When I was looking at the sales statistics, the median home prices, in the last several months, it's just amazing how things have changed on a month-by-month basis. The moves are dramatic. And even when you look back a year, two years, it's really unbelievable. Some people are, are, you know, putting a a pencil to the figures, and they're they're looking at about a 40% increase in the last two years. Is that what you come in with, more or less? Yes, um, it's uh, definitely yes, and it's um, right now we're looking at about a twenty-four point two percent increase from last year, this time last year, and a one point nine percent increase from January. So February's numbers uh, ended at five hundred fifty-nine thousand for the median sales price for mm-hmm. Reno Spark. Yeah. And um, and that was, uh, you know, like I said, just a slight decrease of 1.9% from January and an increase of 24.2% over the last uh, year. 
And so, yes, so 40% over the last two years is absolutely correct. Of course, you know, a lot of things have changed in the last two years, too, Sarah, that uh, maybe have either fueled or have been a result of these high home values. But I think the one thing that people really continue to think about is the, the true concept of owning your own home, bringing a lot of value to your life. And I think the people that bought homes two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, or more, well, they're really happy are today. Pretty. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're they're. You know what they think? They think I made the right decision. Finally. Totally. Yes. Yep. Exactly. And they're. Um, you know, I would say just everybody that bought within the last two, three years, three, two to three years, definitely have um, some equity in their property. I mean, you can't nod uh <laughs> yeah and i mean with um you know we had 460 new listings enter the market in february and that's a 13 percent increase from january and um it's also just slightly down um from 2021 mm-hmm. so it is just um it's just a hot commodity right now. So they're definitely, I mean, people that bought a few years within the last few years are definitely sitting in some equity right now. And, you know, the interest rates um, were, were low. I mean, they were at an all time low uh, for quite some time. And uh, now that interest rates are starting to rise, um, it's definitely taking a little bit of the buying power away from people that were able to afford much more um, on higher home higher priced homes um but now it's um you know it's taking a little bit of the buying power out of that and hopefully you know uh home prices will adjust a little bit as well and you know kind of come down to a realistic value um not that they aren't realistic it's just an inflated number i mean there's the supply demand um you know of our inventory there is not very much supply and there's you know, high demand. So that just drives it, those prices right up with the, the low interest rates. But now that the interest rates are ri- rising um, or have risen, they just, they're just about to, or just did, I'm sorry, um, just rose. And so with those higher interest rates, it's, it's going to, you know, change the buying power and hopefully home prices will kind of come down just a little bit. Otherwise they'll find themselves sitting a little bit, not at this moment, that's not happening, but eventually within the next, I would say, hopefully within our next two quarters, we start to see a little bit of an adjustment of supply and demand. Sarah Scatini, president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, is my guest today on Nevada Real Estate Radio. And Sarah, I would imagine a lot of homeowners that have had their homes for a year, two years more, that have considered selling in the past, recent past, Yep. Maybe they've been thinking, you know, there's no reason to sell right now because prices are moving up so fast, interest rates are so low, so many there's so many buyers out there, and so why move when our value is moving up so quickly? Now that we're into the spring of 2022 and we're seeing the possibility of some flattening in home prices across the country, this might be a good time to pull the trigger if you're a home seller, but the key to me, I think is how you present your home. Not too long ago, Sarah, I saw a flyer coming out from the association talking about getting your ready home, your home ready for spring and your home ready for a sale. Can you talk about that for a bit? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, we, um, 
we are seeing, you know, like we, we let our sellers know that, you know, if you want to get the top dollar out of your house and, you know, in this market, if you want to get top dollar for your house, then there's things that you should be doing as a seller. You know, here's some helpful tips as a seller to do is you want to make sure that you declutter your home if there, if it is, you know, you want to kind of depersonalize it. So take down, you know, personal pictures and, um, and declutter in any way, um, you know, pack, pack things away um, that maybe you don't use every day or haven't used in a long time. Um, make sure that it's nice and clean and that, um, you know, it shows well for uh, potential buyers coming into your property. If there's any things that, um, you know, any maintenance items that need to be addressed that you want to um, take care of ahead of time, you know, that you know it's going to be an issue, um, go ahead and take care of it ahead of time, like fix it ahead of time, um, you know, fix squeaks and leaks and um, holes and cracks and things like that. You just want to make sure that your home is showing in its best light if you are expecting to it, to, you know, if you want top dollar for it. Um, you know, uh, up, you know, like make sure your landscaping looks good as well. Um, you know, you're the outside of your house, the curb appeal, when somebody pulls up to your property, are they, um, you know, is it, how's the curb appeal to you? Right, you know, um, right. if there's any, if there's any like painting that maybe needs to be completed, especially on the age of the home. Um, if your um, home is older than 1978, um, you may, and that's, that's a lead-based bait <laughs> um, year. And so if your home is older than 1978, you want to make sure that, you know, everything, there's no chipping paint or um, anything like that because it would be called out on an appraisal. Mm. If, if somebody is having an appraisal, um, you know, if somebody is coming in with a financed offer and has to have an appraisal on it, an appraiser will call chipping paint because you don't want to um, allow, like, moisture intrusion and for it to, you know, cause any dry rot or anything like that. So you just want to make sure uh, this is on the outside of the home. Um, and then, you know, like, uh, just make sure that it's also kind of, like, staged as well, you know. Um, that way people can kind of go in and see. It's like, oh, okay, my furniture could fit here. I have about the same size furniture. Or, right. ooh, my you know, my couch or my TV would look good over in that corner or whatever, you know. So just kind of having um, it a little bit, um, you know, staged so that mm -hmm. somebody can kind of go in and see the um, potential that the home has is also a, a benefit, you know. So if you want to get top dollar out of your home today, those are some of the tips to a seller to um, help you get top dollar. That's great advice, Sarah, because I've learned way back, and I'm, I love old cars and classic cars yep. and hot August nights, and uh, a, a wise old mechanic told me many years ago, he said, Peter, the difference between a 50-year-old jalopy and a 50-year-old car, <laughs> classic car, is the presentation. So you want yep. to present your car, or in this case, you want to present your home for sale in the very best way possible because when you sell that home, you're only going to sell it once. So why not do right. it right that one time? Get top dollar. And, and you're doing a benefit, quite frankly, to the buyer because if you yep. get everything tuned up in top shape, 
you're regularly help, helping that new person, that new family move into your home. Totally. And you're doing things right. Right. And and it's and it's also a less you know as a buyer coming in to purchase a, a home, you know that's something that um, that is something to take into consideration as well because it helps them. Like you said, it, it helps them out. It's one less thing that they have to worry about, and um, and it and it gives them good peace of mind as well to to know that the, they are getting you know a sound home in you know, it's best condition mm-hmm. uh, that they're purchasing it in. Very nice. So it's in everybody's best interest to make sure that the home for sale is in the best condition possible for the buyer and the seller. Everybody wins that way. Sarah, I'm really glad you're joining us on the yes. radio show today because, well, I have so many questions, and so do the people that I talk to on a daily basis. One of the things that people ask me sometimes, Sarah, is when we read the statistics of the median home prices in northern Nevada, Reno, Sparks specifically, Fernley. Yep. We're always looking at the median homes. These are not condos, not townhomes, not manufactured homes. But can you tell right. me it's what is family. the what is the condominium market look like? Is it similar in the number of deals going? Um, is there a way can you have an idea of the median home price? Yes, um, our median home price for condo townhouses uh, also rose to three hundred and fifteen thousand, mm-hmm. and that's for Reno Sparks, and um, so that's three one five. Um, so three hundred fifteen thousand wow. it did yeah. raise, mm-hmm. and um, so uh, or is the is the median uh, condo townhouse for Reno Spark. Got it. That Got it. Price well, you know, that certainly yeah. offers a more affordable entry point for first-time home buyers. Um, I know there are other factors to consider when you look at condos and townhomes, but um, this is some way that buyers, and of course sellers are doing the same thing. They're looking to take advantage of the market, but buyers can take advantage of the big price difference, quite frankly, between a condominium and a home. And I think sometimes, Sarah, some people think they need a house, but the reality is they may not be ready for a house, and a condominium might be a great alternative. Correct. And also, just going off of that, um, you're so right on that. Uh, it's a good, you know, everybody's got to start somewhere, and sometimes you're, you just got to get in, you know, somewhere to, to, and it may be smaller than, you know, a single family residence. However, you know, it's, it, it is less, um, it is, uh, you know, the the the. Um, it's still a hot commodity, and the um, and the want is still there, um, but it it is less. You're right. It is less than um, maybe a single family residence. That at least you can get into something. Right. However, keep in mind on condo townhouses. Not every condo. So if you have an FHA loan. Unfortunately, they're in the Reno Sparks area. There's not a lot of FHA approved condominium or townhouses available right. um, that are FHA approved because of FHA guidelines. Because many of the, um, let's call it, you know, many of the condos are bought up maybe by an investor or are not owner occupied, and so. Um, they, you know, and with a with an FHA loan, if you have an FHA loan, you have to, and you're going into a condominium uh, place, you're, you're uh, you have to have over 50% owner occupied living in that community. So it cuts 
a lot out for FHA, unfortunately, um, and hopefully that they'll be making some changes in the future to those rules. But as of right now, it's not. Um, so, you know, like on a condo townhouse, VA is, uh, VA is good, a VA loan, uh, conventional, and of course, 1031 or right. cash is yeah. You're good to go. Well, that's why having a great realtor by your side to help guide you through these opportunities, these processes, these potential roadblocks that, quite frankly, I see in any kind of a transaction, Sarah, that's why the pros are the pros, helping navigate through that and uh, give great opportunities and advice. Let's talk about the value of having a real estate professional on your side, Sarah, when you're buying or selling a home in northern Nevada. Yes, we have about 3,200 uh, real, realtors in our association, um, and we and any one of those, you know, realtors are able to help get, you know, get out there and help you um, in your in your real estate needs. And um, I, it's definitely important to have a good realtor on your side and being able to help negotiate and navigate through this very tricky market right now. It's a low inventory market it's you know high demand and so having a good realtor on your side to help navigate through this tricky uh, market is a 100 percent bonus you know it and so we will put all of the contact information for the reno sparks association of realtors on our website nevada real estate radio Dot com. We want to make it easy for people to find you. And Sarah, if you'd like to put give us a contact phone number for you, love to give that information as well. Yeah, you can contact me at 775-544-5412. That's my cell number and best way to reach me. Well, that's great. Well, I thank you again for being on our radio show, Sarah. Look forward to talking with you again soon down the road. Yes, thank you so much and have a great day. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Alyssa. I am new to Community Services Agency of Reno. I have a great teaching career at Head Start and Early Head Start, and I just absolutely love working here. Call 775-786-6023 or visit the website csareno.org. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company. 
equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. I'm talking with a lot of young people, too, helping them get started in purchasing their first home. I find that sometimes young people want to purchase a home because it's the trendy thing to do. Your friends are doing it. Your family's asking you about it. And, you know, maybe you're not happy with your rental situation. It sounds real familiar to me. I've been there. Sometimes uh, it seems like it was just yesterday. But it does happen. And so I want to offer some guidance to the young people that are looking to buy a home but can't pull the trigger right now. Today is a good chance that you will improve your lifestyle just by looking at how you live. You may not be able to buy a home right now, but you may be able to start to accelerate the savings that you need for a down payment on a home. You may be able to accelerate your efforts to improve your credit score and your credit history so that you can not only have more money, but have the opportunity to get lower interest rates and more value for your mortgage package because you have a great credit score. I'm talking about reducing your debt. This is a great time to start paying things off that you can pay off, to start saving money instead of paying interest rates, interest credit cards, interest on loans. Instead of that extra money you're paying to those lenders, That extra money could be going into your own personal savings account, retirement account, wherever you have your investments. At the very least, you will live better because isn't really that the objective? When you buy a home, you are going to live better. You're going to enjoy living better. You're going to be more productive. You're going to be a happier person. You're going to be able to help other people more because you have taken care of yourself first, which is what we all have been trained to do. You go on an airplane, you're going to fly someplace, they talk to you about the oxygen masks. What do they tell you? Put your mask on first and then assist your child or other people that need help. And you know the reason for that? If you don't have your mask on first, you'll lose coherence. You won't be able to help other people. They're saying the same thing in the airline industry that I'm saying to you today. Take care of yourself first so that you can help other people next. I'm talking about your credit score. I'm talking about your finances. I'm talking about your ability to purchase a home. Sometimes we have doubts about our abilities to do things, including purchasing a home. I would bet there's some people that are looking to purchase a home, can't pull the trigger. They think it's because they can't find the house. They think it's because the price is too high. They think it's from the interest rates. But the reality is it might be they may not have the confidence to pull the trigger because they know once they buy a house, they are responsible for the yard maintenance, the lawn maintenance, the roof maintenance, the insurance, the upkeep, the snow removal, the inspections, the repairs. You're responsible for everything in one way, shape, or form when you buy real estate. When you're a renter, all you have to do is call your landlord issue your complaint, and it's up to them to fix it. They have to fix it. You have a contract. You have a lease. 
So if you're not sure that you're ready to buy a home, you may be holding yourself back in that final purchase by just not conditioning yourself to be a homeowner. What's the best way to do that? Have a great rental situation. Ask yourself, am I managing this rental property properly? Am I in charge of the rent? Am I paying the rent on time? Am I doing everything I can to keep this property well-maintained to my abilities and to my responsibility? Do I have a clean house? Is my closet organized? Is my cupboard space clean? Is my house clean? Have I taken it, taken care of it like it's my own? If you're confident that you're taking care of your rental home just like it's your own, there's a pretty good chance you can make it as a homeowner once you buy the home. Because the challenge after you buy the home is not pre-approval. It's not improving your credit. It's running your household. Ask yourself if you're a first-time home buyer or want to become a first-time home buyer. Can you and do you manage your own home, your own business? I call it the business of Peter Padilla when I think about my world. Think about yours. Are you handling the business of John Doe very well? How about the business of Jane Doe? Have you got all your bills paid on time? Are you current on your uh, repairs and maintenance of your rental home? Have you got everything in order? Could you walk into becoming a homeowner without having to learn too many new things about how to take care of your personal business? If the answer is no, then maybe you need to work on your rental situation. Make sure you are living an independent lifestyle wherever you live as a renter and have the ability, the knowledge, and the experience to become a homeowner. One of the things I learned in the mortgage world when you're looking to become a homeowner for the first time is to compare your payment that you've been making up to this point for rent to your proposed payment for your house payment when you get a mortgage. A lot of people look at those two payments and they say, well, let's see, I'm paying $1,200 a month now. I'm going to need to pay uh, $1,320 on my mortgage payment. That's another 10% increase. So the question is, can you handle a 10% increase in your monthly expenses? Chances are you can. But if your rent is $1,800 a month now and you're looking to purchase a home that has all the payments on the mortgage, insurance, taxes, etc., at $2,700, guess what? That's a 50% increase in what you're paying now. You look at your paperwork, you look at your debt-to-income ratio, you look at it all and say, yeah, I can handle I can handle $2,700 a month. Even though I'm only paying $1,800 a month now, I have the income. It's all there. Well, when you get your loan application processed and the underwriter looks at this and she'll see or he'll see that you have current payment of rent, $1,800, proposed payment of mortgage, $2,700. Can they afford it? Well, they have a job here. They have this income here. They have this. So, yeah, on the on the paper side, as far as the income versus debts, yeah, they can manage it. But do you know that that underwriter is still going to have some concerns? Because even though you show that you can do it on paper, when we look at something called payment shock, that's another question. You see, payment shock is how much of a difference your rent payment is compared to your new proposed payment as a mortgage. When they see a payment shock of 50% increase, red flag, red flag. I'm not saying they're going to deny your mortgage. I'm just going to say, to say that's a red flag. 
because it's a typical red flag for anybody, whether you're in a mortgage situation or not. If suddenly your housing expenses are going up by 50% for whatever reason, can you handle it? Are you going to be able to do it? It's big. It's a concern. You best have all your other ducks in a row because if your underwriter says she's concerned about your payment shock and you can say, yes, ma'am, but I have been saving to purchase a home for the last five years faithfully and now I have the down payment. Yes, I see your concern, ma'am, but although you're concerned about my ability to pay this increased payment, I have been planning for it. In fact, while I've been paying my $1,800 a month on my rent, I can demonstrate that I show a $900 per month deposit into my savings account. You see, I was wanting to get used to the new payment, so I made a payment of total $2,700, $1,800 for my rent, put another $900 in savings every month to verify so I could be comfortable knowing that. Underwriter's going to look at your bank statements, and she's going to see those deposits of $900 a month for the last couple of months. And so when this is explained, there's a good chance that you can get through this scenario because you have all of your ducks in an order. You've even addressed payment shock. The truth is, though, most people would not be able to address payment shock. The reason is most people would not have been given heads up that you need to deal and be ready to explain the payment shock situation in your individual mortgage. We want everybody to know that you can manage this payment. So think about that yourself. You don't need to have a mortgage lender tell you this. I'm telling you right now. Analyze your payment shock when you're making a move from one place to another. Heck, I don't care if you're going from one rental to another or one rental to a purchase. You have to see how you're going to live in the future, and you have to be prepared to manage it. You see, it's all about succeeding with your ultimate goal becoming a home ownership and becoming a homeowner and when you become a homeowner when you want to become a homeowner the typical advisor is going to tell you you need to make sure your down payment is ready and you need to make sure that your employment is ready and you need to make sure that you have the deposit ready and all of that is true but what most lenders most realtors don't tell their clients is this you have to be mentally ready to live with this property. You have to be mentally ready to meet the obligations required to own this property, and you have to be mentally ready for the long haul. There's a reason why most mortgages are for 30 years. Good reason. It usually takes that long to pay it off without too much pain in your life. Heck, if you could only get a 12-month mortgage on a on a purchase of a residence, there'd be very few sales, and probably the prices would be different, and the interest rates would be different, but get this, if you only had 12 months to pay on the purchase of a home, you, most people could never make it. Most people could not do it. So it's been spread out so that it's manageable, more comfortable. Heck, I even know some people, they were able to get 40-year loans. That means their payments per month are less, and so they can buy more home because the financing terms allow them to do that with a longer period to pay the money back. Still, we're talking long haul. So when you're moving into a home, you don't want to have to go through that whole process again. Yeah, you heard about it. People are living in their homes longer than they used to. 
used to be three to five years. Now it's more like five to seven, even eight years is pretty common across the country that people stay in their homes. A lot of people say, well, it's just a trend in times. It's just changing times. Part of that is true, I believe, yes. But I think most people don't move anymore and don't buy a home as often as they used to because, let's face it, it's a hassle. It's tough. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of brain power, a lot of hours, a lot of time on the street, a lot of phone calls, a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of viewing, a lot of showing. It's a hassle. So people just don't want to do hassle work anymore as often as they've done it in the past. You save yourself a lot of time and grief if you only buy your home and sell homes once every five to seven as opposed to two to three. It's not the cool, calm pleasurable, let's say, experience that maybe it used to be. It's work. It's real work if you want to buy a home, and I don't care what your team looks like, how many realtors you have, how many lenders you have. It's work because you have to make the right decision. Make the wrong decision, and your entire life could change, and it could change for the worst. It's amazing what one bad million-dollar decision can do to a life. I don't want anybody to have those problems. That's why I'm urging you to take your time and really analyze the real estate market and your own head for what is right for you. What is the right time for you? What do I need to do? So many things to ask, and it's always different for different people, different times, different situations. Here's my suggestion. Give us a call anytime after this radio show, 775-223-3428. Our team of experts can help you determine if now is the right time to purchase a home or sell a home, refinance a home, or maybe just sit on the sidelines and wait for that right timing market. It's different for everybody. Sometimes you just need a little advice, a little guidance, maybe somebody just to talk to. We are here for you at Sage International. Tell your friends and family we're on the air again. Next week, same time, same station, and hopefully we will help them too make a great decision when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Until then, goodbye, everybody. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, I want to talk about choice of business entity and when it makes sense to move from sole proprietor to incorporated business. Tune in to the Sherry Hill Show Mondays at 1130 a.m. and Sunday at 1 p.m.